This is the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels, as always, broadcasting to you a brilliance. It's going to be a short show, as always, for the rest of the week, because I am on sabbatical. So this is a pre-recorded show, a glittering jewel of whimsy and utter intelligence. We talked about, uh, what did we talk about last week? Oh, right, the CIA and how they went about with their meditative techniques. Basically, the ultimate concept here is as above, so below. Go into a deep meditative state, you get in touch with the universe, and you are able to influence your current reality, which, by the way, is independent of everybody else's reality, and each independent reality, they call it a reality sphere, interacts on a higher level and also on a more base level. So literally, you've got countless, countless beings creating reality all at once, all interacting with the other in some form. So the whole concept that, like I said before, as above, so below. You influence the metaphysical plane, the higher plane, when you are out there uh, in the great beyond in your meditative state. Uh, you influence that, and your reality sphere then becomes impacted in some way that you wanted it to become impacted by. Uh, and the reverse is true. If you interfere with or influence the physical plane, it will ultimately influence the metaphysical plane, and and it, that will rain down on the physical plane back again. So there's this constant cycle. Almost Think of this as the water cycle you know it rains it runs off things grow and then it gets uh then it evaporates back into the sky just this big big cycle just like anything else but it's all impacting your reality it's creating your reality from the subconscious to the conscious and back and forth and that leads us to the next concept which is what a lot of people have always been really upset about, and that is called predictive programming. So you had a lot of this on The Simpsons. Everybody at this point is aware of how Simpsons uh, episodes of The Simpsons magically are precognitive, and all of a sudden, the episode of The Simpson is now uh, on The Simpsons is now a reality. Trump coming down the elevator, 9-11, all of these little tidbits of reality were planted in episodes of The Simpsons. So there were two authors that seemed to be uh, pretty significant here. One of them is the father of Boris Johnson. Uh, Boris Johnson is the current prime minister over there in England, and his dad, Stanley Johnson, wrote a novel in 1982 called The Virus. And it's about the government releasing a deadly virus into the population as a cover for population control through a forced vaccine. Wow, what are the odds that Boris Johnson, current prime minister, is leading the United Kingdom through such an event that strikes the, a chord of similarity that we've never seen before ever in the history of forever? There is a quote from uh, Mr. Johnson's book, and uh, he wrote about the population problem, quote-unquote. Action on the population front means somehow trying to slow down or even halt this rate of growth, so people giving birth. 
by reducing the number of babies who are born each year. The alternative to this, both pessimists and optimists are agreed, is inevitable. If the number of new births cannot be reduced, the number of deaths each year must increase until the new net growth of the world's population is cut down to a more manageable number. So if they can't get you to stop breeding, they're just going to increase the ways that you die. That's what he's saying. This business of an increase in the death rate is not, of course, attractive. The recipes, which include thermonuclear war, global famine, plague, and a newly discovered horror called eco-catastrophe, Green New Deal, are all unpalatable. At the same time, the task of achieving a reduction in the global birth rate, hello Bill Gates, uh, which I call population control for the sake of simplicity, though clearly more death is also a form of population control. So we're looking at exactly what's going on right now, more than likely. I won't say this is ex this is what's going on, but I have to preface it. I have to put in that gray um, that gray word of probably. This is probably what we're looking at here, where a fake virus comes around, and oh, we all need the vaccine because people are still giving birth no matter what, and we need to cut the population down by a significant amount. And all you have to do is look at the Georgia Guidestones, look at the World Economic uh, Forum, uh, look at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, everything. I actually did, and also, by the way, um, I think it was, was it Greenpeace? Or was it the Sierra Society? I think it was the Sierra Society. I did... A report on them back in ninth grade, eighth grade. So, oh gosh, many, many years ago, at least two decades ago. Um, and the report that I did on them. Now, this is all gone. This has been memory hold. It it included their vision. So, an organization is created. They have goals. They've got visions. What are we here for? What are we trying to do? How are we going to achieve it? On and on we go. One of their goals is to reduce is population reduction. So what do we have going on here? Everything that we look at, all of these elites constantly are in the camp of reducing the human population for whatever reason. Could be, oh, it's the environment. It could be, oh, we've got too many people giving birth uh, irresponsibly. They shouldn't be having kids. And on and on we go. What the, I mean, the only way to do that, to, to reduce the population, is through a soft or hard genocide or uh, eugenics program. And what I mean by soft or hard, I mean hard is obviously going to be things like war and um, murders and things like that. But the soft eugenics program, the soft genocide, is is what we brought up before. You know, it's... It's creating a society where, oh, we don't want to have kids until later in life. And then having kids later in life is actually more difficult. And then you run the clock out with that. Uh, promoting the idea that, um, you know what, you should have, you should be able to explore your sexuality in any way possible, in any form of deviancy that you would like, and practice it safely. Uh, so you're constantly getting that dopamine hit by getting your rocks off through some sort of kink or fetish. 
So you by doing that, you're not going to bring kids in. You're not going to be a responsible adult. You'd much rather get, you know, get plugged in the butt uh, while on drugs somewhere. You know, that's the whole thing. They're trying to promote this hedonistic society where it's all about you. It is only about you. It's only about your pleasure, your feelings, and anyone else that says anything else that offends you, that goes against your lifestyle, is a fascist. So you get the idea here. The next one comes, the next quote, because we did make this a little bit about predictive programming, uh, is Carl Sagan. Now, Carl Sagan, big-time scientist, he wrote in 1995, he wrote a book, The Demon, The Demon, The Demon haunted world at least that's the title at the top of the page it could be the title of the chapter or it could be the title of the book i'm not sure yet like i said quick stuff here uh because this is all pre-recorded so carl sagan wrote but there's another reason science is more than a body of knowledge it is a way of thinking i have a foreboding of an america in my children's or grandchild's time when the United States is a service and information economy, when nearly all the key manufacturing industries have slipped away to other countries. When awesome technological powers are in the hands of a very few, and no one representing the public interest can even grasp the issues. When the people have lost the ability to set their own agendas, or knowledgeably question those in authority. When clutching our crystals and nervously consulting our horoscopes, our critical faculties in decline, unable to distinguish between what feels good and what's true, we slide, almost without noticing, back into superstition and darkness. The dumbing down of America is most evident in the slow decay of substantive content in the enormously influential media. The 30-second sound bites, now down to 10 seconds or less, lowest common denominator programming, credulous presentations on pseudoscience and superstition, but especially a kind of celebration of ignorance. Wow, did somebody hit the nail on the head back in 1995? Carl Sagan, ahead of his time. I mean, think about this. Key manufacturing industries slipped away to other countries. Bingo. Done. That's what the whole Trump platform was pretty much based on. Awesome technological powers are in the hands of a very few. Think about all of the hedge funds that use high-frequency trading. You can't hope to compete with somebody like that. Think of all of the social media outlets, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all rigging what happened in 2020. Um, and you can't hope to understand how all of those algorithms work. Uh, and uh, people have lost the ability to set their own agendas or question those in authority. That's exactly true. Think about all of the people that buy the, the COVID thing, buy the election thing, bought Russiagate, bought Ukraine Gate. Uh, on and on we go. Think about all of the supposed learned intelligentsia that is supposed to be able to critically think about things that fell for all of those false... You got a whole bunch of... You got false flags. You've got outright lies. They fell for all of it. No form of critical thinking at all. All they did was parrot whatever the Mockingbird media was telling them to say. And now we've got people out there <coughs> clutching crystals and nervously consulting horoscopes, 
Those two items are very helpful, by the way. Uh, and people are unable to distinguish what feels good and what's true. And a slow decay of substantive content. All of that is true. People can no longer determine what's true and what makes them feel good. They are out there doing whatever they think is good. But on, re in the, in, on the deep metaphysical level, it's a very, very self-centered, hedonistic type of society. And we've been programmed to think that is the right way to be. And it's not. As, as humans were created, we have a certain responsibility and a stewardship of this planet and our realities. And sometimes we have to take it upon ourselves to make sure that we're speaking from a higher plane, from a higher version of ourself. We can't just buy the narratives. We can't allow the narratives on the physical plane to influence the metaphysical plane. Because if you do that, then you're going to be in a loop as you're influencing the metaphysical plane, the spiritual plane, from the physical plane, all of a sudden, all of your thoughts are going to be manifest. And you're going to have to interact with those challenges that you created in your thoughts on the physical plane. We can't allow this to happen. We have to realize how much power each one of us as human beings actually control over ourselves and the outcomes that we truly desire. This is the last call with Chris Michaels for, oh gosh, now I believe it's going to be a Tuesday podcast. So this uh, short, oh, I made it, I made it, 15 minutes, 14 minutes on Apple Podcast. Google last call with Chris Michaels. You'll find a ton of podcasting platforms that you can listen to yours truly on.